This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Nerd Coalition. Welcome to... No Gimmicks Needed! Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you... To be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do big that sucker. Do I have everybody's attention now? Yeah, I hear you, CM Punk. Happy New Year. Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. a and And joining me is my co-host, the man with the plan. If you need him, then that's myself. My bad. The man, the myth, the reality, revolutionary, <laughs> freshman flow. What's going on, y'all, man? We here, man. Happy New Year. You know what I mean? Floby Bryant. We back. Floby Bryant. I'm so trying to get used to that. And also, <laughs> my other co-host, the hard R from the Soul Trek Enterprise Quattro. I need to know how you botched your first episode of the year one minute in. <laughs> I'll tell you this right now. They wouldn't have known it was a botch because I would have added it out until you had to say something. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, glad I can help. <laughs> New Year, same me. Come on with the, come on with the, with the camera cuts. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, happy New Year, everybody out there. I know it's been a while since we did the No Gimmicks in the Wrestling Podcast, but now we're here for a new year, and we got a ton of stuff to talk about on this two-part episode. Of no gimmicks needed. And usually, when it comes to the end of the year, I like doing two part episodes so we can get a lot of stuff covered from the year because we you know it's been a long year. And I did the same thing for the Nerd Gas from Talk Podcast, me, Lady Sketch, uh, Swag on Zero, and on occasions of uh, Prime Time, we all did over there and we, we talked about our best movies, our worst movies, TV shows, documentaries, and also things that we have seen leading up to that too from like. The Thriller 40 review and Good Burger 2 review. So you guys. Oh, man. I would have joined that. Which one? Huh? I said, which one? The, the Good Burger 2 I saw, review? I saw, I saw, no, no, no. Just the whole, the whole shebang. Oh, oh, the whole shebang? Yeah. Oh, it was pretty fun. I kind of went a little, probably a little too hard on Good Burger 2. But. Mm-hmm. <laughs> neither here nor there. Y'all guys listen to that podcast over there. Oh, we also did talk about that, uh, 50th anniversary of hip hop at the Grammys stand that they had when, when uh, Fresh Prince and, and, and you know, Will Smith and, and Jazzy Jeff got back together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so <clears throat> that was fun. So, excuse me, y'all. Just uh, my throat's a little scratchy, so I do apologize for that. I got my tea, tea drinking, all that stuff like that. But now, when it comes to wrestling, I was like, well, we're going to have to do our best and worst of 2023 and go back to because what a what an eventful year. You've had a wrestling. But wrestling, for some reason, at the end of every year, says you can't just go out talking about the best and worst because we also got news for you. And I'm like, damn, what the news is now? We got news from, there's a lot of people leaving WWE. A, the news about AEW, they just had their World's Collide review on Saturday, uh, on the 30th, right before New Year's Eve. And we got we to do a recap of that. 
And we got to talk about, you know, the, the, the drama that's been going on in, in AEW. There's so much stuff to talk about. So, I need you guys to buckle in. Make sure you guys check out all the other shows that we got from uh, the No Gimmicks Needed, Wrestle Podcast, Nerd Games and Talk, Turntables, Drop Thoughts. Check out all those, those great shows as we got them right now. But we better get up into this. So, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, where the fuck do I start? And I'm like, well, I guess as good as any to uh, start with my second favorite wrestler of all time, Chris Jericho. He's my second, too. Who's your first? Shame it, man. Come on now. You knew that. <laughs> you know what? Bro, I walked right into that. I really <laughs> walked right into it. Like, Gave him I a ball and everything. <laughs> I, I I walked I, I walked right into that. I, I still like shame. <laughs> yes, well, Chris Jericho's my second favorite wrestler, but now he has been in some controversy that when I was reading of what uh, what happened, he brought this shit on himself. And I'm like, you know, all you had to do, honestly, and I, I, I hate to say, like, all you had to do is, you know what I'm saying, but it's like, if you ain't get on your phone, we probably wouldn't be in this situation right now. Because CM um, Punk on the wee hours of Christmas morning got into a spat with... CM Punk and AC's, uh, Ace Steel's attorney, uh, Stephen P., I believe his name is, on Twitter. Hashing it, uh, I guess it's hashing it back and forth. I'm talking about like four o'clock Christmas morning. You know, like, like, you know, Santa's still working, y'all. And, and, uh, He had to go out and say something because apparently A Steel and CM Punk signed NDAs, lifetime NDAs. They can never talk about what happened at Brawl Out. So, with that being said, uh, I was like, why are they even bringing a Brawl Out again? That, that's an ugly stamp on AEW. Why do we even want to uh, bring that up? So, Chris Jericho tweets. Uh, at uh, at um, their attorney saying this. Hey, Stephen P. Stephen P. knew he has here. I don't uh, adhere to any employee uh, handbook, and and have never in caps had one in four years of working for AEW. I also never signed an NDA in my life ever. So stop trying to be a bully and making egotistical fantasy brags for your clients and start doing some research. Uh hold on because uh obviously he 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 brought up something uh about that about that brawl out case. Oh I wish I had to uh let's see. Do Brad kind of do some research before you make blanket statements about your your buddies because I saw everything in caps that night, including how Lucy uh parentheses and her husband and best buddy Lucy is the wife of A Steel. Acted and what really went down. And since I was in the room and watching her and everybody else the whole time, I know exactly 
what really happened. And considering you weren't there and I was, maybe you should shut your mark ass up because what really went down was disgusting. So, the Steve guy replied and said, it's in your employee handbook unless you have a special one. We can't... Uh, oh, wait, hold on. That's, that's the wrong tweet. Uh, some guy... Nick, Nick Halsman came out on this little the distributor and then replied to Jericho and said, what about the NDAs you make other people sign? With a question mark. And that's right there is when things started kind of uh, taking off a little bit. Because everybody said, well, what NDAs is Chris Jericho making everybody uh, uh, is talking about? So then a clip of, of Nick Halsman from that rumor and in your window pockets. He's a pocket rumor in your window went viral. In that clip, uh, Halsman made mention of skeletons in Chris Jericho's closet. He also brought uh, Harvey Weinstein's name to the situation as a comparison to Jericho's situation. Damn. Mm. Before I go any further, Quadro, uh, am I on speakerphone over on, on your side? I mean, yeah, let me just mute it. I'm, I don't got nothing playing in the background, but I'm just muted just to be no, safe. No, it's not about the background. It's about... I, I, yeah, I no, the this, this speakerphone, yeah, yeah I hear picking, the them, picking them up. So every time oh, he... Yeah. yeah, so every time I talk, I, I'm hearing the, you know, like the interference in it. Uh, so, this, this, is what, this is what he said on his podcast. I, I had this brought up here. This comes from scscoops.com. There are issues with Jericho behind the scenes where I know a lot of people who were hurt by Chris and his actions. You know, it's very uncomfortable to me to see him lauded like he is and only having the focus on that. Because I do think there are a lot of questionable stories about Chris that that will find their way out over time when people are ready to tell those stories that will cast him in a very different light. I mean, Harvey Weinstein won a lot of Oscars. Harvey Weinstein produced a lot of very popular films. Harvey Weinstein is now in jail. I'm not saying that is happening to Chris, but the narrative can quickly turn if you're hiding a lot of skeletons in your closet. Well, that, uh, and then people were saying online, saying, well, pure speculation, he might be referring to Kylie Ray. And I was like, well, what the hell going on with Kylie Ray? You know? And uh, there was there were some instances where, where there have been stories of saying that Kylie Ray had left AEW because of some instances with Chris Jericho. Now, Kylie Ray was back in AEW back in around 20. 2019 like, like that that first year when they was like you know really getting getting uh you know hot in their feet around them so and then she left and then she went to impact wrestling and then she left impact wrestling and then i think she went to nwa and i remember uh she hasn't said anything bad about aw or impact wrestling or even nwa where she's at right now um but there is this uh quote here saying so uh i i i, I want to make sure i get this right uh i don't know who you know i saw wrestling is but then 
they wrote this. So here's the deal. You don't quit the hottest uh uh the, the hottest feed going today, which is AEW without reason. I have it from people in the know that Kylie was asked to go to Chris Jericho's room with the understanding that others would be there. When she got there, it was just him. He made a pass at her. No other no other details are given and she freaked out. And uh, so, he, let me tell you how overall, those are the quotes I'm reading. This is not nothing Tony Khan needs at all. Of what the situation that, that's going on in AEW right now. Just, just the current state of AEW at the moment. This is not something that Tony Khan needs at the moment. Especially with, with, with what's going on here. Now, I, now here's the thing. There's no details of what's going on. That's exactly how it should be treated. Nobody said, nobody, you know, he didn't use, the, you know, the R word on her or we don't know what kind of pass he made or what, or what kind of things he made. But I remember Kylie Ray left and she had made it a note that it had due to her mental health. And something like this could really uh, affect your mental health. So I'm not necessarily sure what, what, uh, the you know the uh things are but then you know they, they had that the, the media scrum that press conference after worlds collide on saturday so you already know with now i don't know if y'all seen the footage but chris jericho got booed heavily at that show like he got all the bay faces got cheered. yeah i heard yeah, i heard but, but chris jericho got booed bad so of course, it was going to be mentioned that uh, somebody was going to ask Tony Khan about what's been going on with Chris Jericho. <clears throat> uh, when uh, when um, they, they asked Tony Khan about it, you know, have they have made? Oh God, what did they ask Tony Khan at this press conference? Uh. I don't know if it's... It, it, has he been investigated? Has Chris Jericho been investigated? Tony Khan says this. I can't speak to internet and unscore, uh, uh, unsourced rumors, Khan said uh, at the post show. I spoke earlier and mentioned the policies we have in place. The disciplinary uh, process, we've always followed that. And I believe AEW is the safest wrestling company in the world. The, the same man that said CM Punk threatened his life last year. Oh, should be earlier this year. <clears throat> and any time, was just to forget that. Yeah. <laughs> and and and, and, uh, and we have the best track record for safety. Yikes! I would hold it up to anybody. And anytime anybody has any kind of complaint, they have an open door to say it to me or anyone in the office, and we will look into it any time. So, he just danced around the whole question. The whole question was, has he ever been investigated? Yes or no? You you already know that whole saying, a hit dog will holler, right? This is, this, this is the same way this man hollered when, when Big Soul was making them claims, what was it, early last year, about, mm -hmm. about why she left. And when you just asked a good question, Quattro, when you said... 
I think before we start recording, oh, why doesn't Tony Khan have the balls to do stuff like that? Because he's a mark. He does stuff that we as wrestling fans do. Talk shit. Then when people bring it to our attention, we we find an excuse for it. That's what he is. Now, why well, some some tea? I want to know y'all thoughts on this. I want to start with you, Quattro, of this whole situation that just arose. Because this is something that MJA, MJF actually brought up that I'm going to... Uh, uh, talk about when we talk about world's end and uh how that it seems like it's always some bs is happening that overshadows something decent so i'll start with you i mean a it's messed up that no matter what happens it's always like some dark cloud that comes out and overshadows it and pretty much takes it away from what the conversation could have just been about of just world's end it could have just been like, yo, this was a good show, blah, blah, blah. But nope, we got this. <laughs> um, B, why is people always on social media messing up? <laughs> I don't really know how many other ways to say this. Like, why start trouble with someone that may know something about you that could blow up your whole spot? Just be smarter. Stop. <laughs> Uh-huh. Um, see, I really hope it's not true. That would not be or not only AEW but Chris Jericho and his brand as a whole. And especially it would go then bounce the facts so Tony. So not only did you know about this, you're trying to cover up and you do nothing about it. So let's forget that whole statement of it's safe to work here, full of crap. <laughs> and then people ain't gonna do nothing but stretch that to other people. You know what? That's probably why that person didn't go there, or that's probably why someone's not there. So now you got speculations making company look worse. It's just all around not good. Hopefully, this is not the case. How about you, Flo? Um, this is this is bad. <laughs> um, this is bad and. Once again, it's like um, when your leader is is more of a fan versus an employer. Like you, you gotta get he gotta get somebody like he gotta get like a professional spokesperson because he's embarrassing on his own. Um, yeah, no, nah, he needs to handle this and then Jericho. I don't know, pal. You better. Uh, you were a man. You were a man. I looked at as a man of integrity in the company, um, in the business, let alone the company. So, you need to get this uh, settled, sir. You know what? It felt a little bit like I don't know if anybody's ever experienced this, but when you have like a manager that you can clearly walk over, or someone in your office clearly can walk over them, they kind of just do what they want because they know that nothing's really going to happen. And the whole office does notice that eventually that does catch up. Oh, catch up big time. So, it catch up big time. He definitely needs to to use another term, not let the inmates run the asylum. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I See, here, here's the thing I, think I feel about Tony Khan. Tony Khan is so... He has to understand that even the rest of the fans, like, bruh, AEW no longer works as just the alternative to WWE. That ship has sailed. And what I mean by that ship has sailed, 
I, I mean to the fact that you you can no longer just get off off your name because it's like he wants AEW to be everything that WWE is not. You can't do that, bro. You can't sit there and say that there is no uh, sexual misconduct. You can't say that there's no uh, sexual harassment. You can't say there's no racism. You can't say there's no classes. You can't say there's nothing. You're dealing with human beings here. There's, that, that doesn't exist anywhere. You want it to, but it doesn't exist anywhere. So you can't sit there and say that, well, my company doesn't have all that stuff, but WWE's company does. They have it. You have it. Impact has it. Everybody has it. Your job is to wean it out, not act like it doesn't exist. And when it exists, maybe with, with some of your top stars, you have to understand, you, you have to understand that, hey, we got to cut this problem because it's not going to work out for the long run. Where I really think that sometimes he may feel as though that, hey, if I lose any more top guys, the AEW is going to be in the ground. If you just focus on things that AEW needs to do as AEW, then we wouldn't have this problem. You can't, you cannot always focus on what WWE does all the time. Because all wrestling companies... Look at each other for competition to see what the other's doing and what, what can make their company better. But I think he is so much of trying to be the alternative that nothing in his company right now is feeling fresh anymore. From, from storytelling to match types. Like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm sitting thinking to myself like, all right, you know, I am a fan of hardcore wrestling. I am a fan of gimmick matches. But when I see them all the time, it loses it loses its luster to me. Compared to when I see it at a, a sporadic amount of times. You know what I'm saying? That's, mm -hmm. that's something that Tony Khan does not get a handle. I mean, we had like four hardcore matches at World's End. And I'm like, you know... We be having these kind of matches on Rampage and Dynamite. Ain't nothing special about them. You know, but uh, neither here or there. If his plan, because eventually, I know they was, they was working on getting Jericho and Omega the tag team titles. Omega has diverticulitis, so he's in the hospital. He's gone for a while. And then he's back with Sammy Guevara. I'm like, didn't we have a storyline where he was feuding? And we're supposed to work up to a match between Sammy Guevara and Chris Jericho. And okay. So on Rampage. Okay. Because y'all know that's the only AEW joint I watch. And, and that's where they decided to cover this story. Okay. Chris Jericho brought out Sammy Guevara. And he was like, why did you betray me? Why did you stab me in the back? And he said... Well, it's hard to leave to live in your shadow. And Chris Jericho says, I respect that. Thank you for telling me the truth. Let's hug it out and let's put the last sex guys together. That's the whole answer. That's what happened. I don't think you want to be putting together sex anything. Yeah, touching people. Yeah. <laughs> I thought about that as they said it on Friday. Yeah, I was like, oh, not a good time for that. <laughs> I, I I wholeheartedly agree with you on that one. I'm about to say, bro, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. 
about that. So now he had, depending on what these allegations are, depending on what the hell's going on, that's what I really got to sit there. Because, see, now it's out there in the open. Now to the point where you're talking about Chris Jericho, who has helped start this company, who was over with the fans. I mean, they sing his song every time he comes out. They sing Judas all the time, right? Now you have got the situation where they've been booing this man the whole night while he's out there. That ain't going to be good. And that's not going to be good for your show if you want to keep putting Chris Jericho in a positive light and the fans already know what the hell's going on or they already have a feeling of what's going on. You need to find a way to nip this in the butt right now. It's like fate keeps forcing Tony Khan to grow some balls and deal with some things. Because right now, he ain't been doing the greatest job of it. And it hasn't even been a full calendar year. Well, it hasn't even been a full year since the uh, the brawl out thing happened. So, it's like, it, it was like six months ago. Even though the calendar year, the year this year switched over. But the year since that, it ain't even been a full year since he, he has been out of some drama. And I think this is the reason why uh, <clears throat> got a couple, couple, couple people leaving AEW right now. I don't know what the situation is going to be, but Jericho and, and Tony Khan, until further news comes out, they're going to have to try to fix this. Which leads me mm -hmm. on to Andrade. Andrade is leaving. Andrade is, is so far gone, he can be on Raw as early as today. Or tonight when we're recording this. He had his last match with Miro at World's End. And now he's uh he's gone. I do think that Charlotte has a big part with this. Because why not want to work with work with your wife? Well, two different words. And he's, also, also, he's also been frustrated. In, in, but, in also, but also, are they about to become parents? What? Parents, why you say she's because she's going for nine months. They specifically said nine months. <laughs> oh, I didn't think of that connection. Yeah, smart. Okay, they, spe they specifically said she's going to be going for nine months. As okay, I I hear you. Now that bump Charlotte took. It looked like a legit injury because, you know, they, they had to go to the finish really quick. I do believe she's legit injured. But here's the thing. I can't say this for all women, but I know when it comes to most women, especially for de dealing with two kids, you don't say anything until after the first trimester. There's three trimesters in it when it comes to a pregnancy. There's the first, second, and third. Each are three months. That's why it's a nine-month process. Usually, women don't say that they're pregnant. This is something I learned from my wife, and I she's not here right now to you know say that. But I go by what she tells me that women don't usually say anything until after their first trimester because that is the most important trimester where you can lose the baby. In that right. first, in that first. So why would you? Huh. Well. Well, yeah, but I, well, that's why I figured they're using this injury angle to say that though. Because my thing is like, sure, you probably don't say anything, but do you want to wrestle while you're 
Uh, I, I don't know. Like, if I'm Andrade, I don't want my feet is feeling them, them, the moon sauce, bro. Yeah, I'm just saying, but also sometimes you don't know. Sometimes you can. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Yeah, because sometimes you can. Because even Becky, she left after the first trimester. Sometimes you, you don't even know you're pregnant until about. Now, I, I, I know this is what I, I need to schedule. I'm saying, but sometimes you don't even know you're pregnant until about six weeks in. You know, and something happens. Now, but even the nine-month span is still a legit recovery for an ACL tear. She tore that ACL because even in the match, if you just look, if it is going off pure what you saw in the match and how she felt awkwardly, and she tore all that stuff from her knee. Uh, she um. Nine months is the correct time frame to be out with an ACL. And also, Charlotte Flair, you know, is a flair. Okay, number one, Charlotte Flair knows that that WrestleMania payday is coming up. She ain't getting, she, she don't like, she, she's going to get pregnant until after her career is over. That's just the way her daddy lived in life. I'm not saying she's going to be the same way. And I'm saying I hope her, her thing works out with Andrade. But to do that, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you got to be able to, to, to take that time off. Mania's coming up, and I already believe that her and Bianca was slated for Mania. And now they're going to have to obviously do something else with that. So when an ACL thing happens, nine months is always usually the diagnosis when somebody tears the ACL. And it's going, it's, it's going, to, be, it's going to be a while. So it, if, it's, if it's like nine straight months, that means... She would have had to just gotten pregnant like a week or so before and then found that out. That's not usually how it works. You know, I was kind of thinking of it in more like a reverse tour. And by that, I mean, all right, yes, she is hurt. But now that she's hurt and she's going to be out, maybe since you're going to be out anyway, now is the time for the conversation to put a baby on the table because you're already going to be out. No. Rehabbing no. your injury. No, it's not. <laughs> Y'all look at that time frame. It don't work that way. If you're gonna if you're going to have a if you want to have a child, you have to plan for you should. You put it in there, you should plan for that child. It's not something where it's just like, Well, I got money and then it's like okay, I, I got enough to afford this child. There's a lot that goes into that child, especially when you're an athlete. A child ruins the woman's body. It rearranges everything inside the woman. Organs and all that other kind of stuff like that to actually grow. You have to prepare for that. And it's not a thing like, well, now I'm injured. Let's let's have let, let me have a baby. And then when I come back, it's like, okay, well, you know, our careers will be intact and we can have a baby. So it, it don't it, it's not that simple. Kids are not that simple. And Right now, in her stage of her career, Charlotte ain't ready to give it up yet. And I, and I know you may sit there and look like, well, Becky had to give it. That's that. That's different for everybody else. It's different for every woman. It's different, and it's not the same. But when it comes to Charlotte and Andrade, I don't think that. And I can't sit there and say it's a fact that the baby's not on their mind. But I'm saying, but going by what it is, that ain't on her mind right now. She's already legit. Was legit pissed that this injury even had to happen to her because once again, she has to. Uh, 
you're going to miss out Mania, you're going to miss out that Mania payday. Don't nobody want to miss out on the Mania payday. Hell, Becky Lynch could have been pregnant at WrestleMania when she went up against Shayna Baszler. Even though that that that, that empty, uh, was it WrestleMania 36, I think it was, that, that, that empty one. And then next thing you know, like a month later, that three weeks later, she says, okay, I'm pregnant, I got to go. You ain't gonna, you, 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 you're not missing that payday and it it just don't work that a nine months because the baby can come after nine months. The baby can come back in, uh, the baby can come before nine months. And then on top of that, when you have the baby, it ain't just like, oh, okay, nine months, baby comes, you gotta recover. You have to recover. Then after recovery, you gotta be able to let that baby go. That's not easy for, for parents, especially women. Pregnancy and kids. It's not, a, it's not a, a simple statistic that you follow by. That's not how things work. People may think that way it works, but I'm saying if you don't have an experienced case, that's not how it works. It is something that that they, because it ain't just about Charlotte, Andrade's career going to be on that thing too. We don't even know what's going to happen with Andrade. He can come back to WWE and still flounder and not do anything. It ain't no guaranteed thing that he's going to do anything in WWE that he wasn't going to do in the A. wasn't doing the A. That wasn't doing the NXT before he left. That's true. <laughs> you That's know, true. Because so y'all no, all can't join the LWO. <laughs> exactly. He, the man still can't speak great English. So there's no guarantee, because Vince is going, that Triple H, because he used a well in NXT, that Andrade's going to be out here and just be at the top. And if Andrade's at the top, Andrade don't want to lose, especially with all the stuff he's been going through, do not want to lose that spot because he has to make sure of his kid. And comparison is a, th- a comparison is a thief of joy. You can't compare what Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch are doing now to what happens with Charlotte and Andrade. Right now, she injured. She got an ACL thing. She got to go get surgery. She probably already had surgery already. And if you got an ACL tearing that surgery, you're not sitting there trying to have sex to have a baby. You can't. The, 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 the body won't do that for you, man. If she if she has the ACL injury, which I think she does, she, she's injured. You can't sit there and just like, oh, it's just sex, and then okay, the baby's foreign. That, that's not how it works. Your body was fucked up. My neighbor, I'm not going to say that, but my neighbor that I had, she had a. She went through hell. But I pray she gonna do hell now with the child. Everybody's different. Every child is different. Charlie Charlie ain't pregnant. I don't have and I I, I don't want to sound so forceful to make it sound I know everything I don't. But I'm just sitting there thinking that Charlotte ain't pregnant. Charlie nurse her injury. When Charlotte is done with wrestling, Charlotte said the kind of person that she'll have a baby when she's done. But she ain't done yet. <clears throat> the queen is far from done. And Andrade is trying to get started. This, the, 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 Those ain't the times to talk about having a child. The times to talk, talk, talk about having a child is when times is winding down. Or when you really just want to have a baby. Shit, Charlotte may not have a baby. Charlotte may be fine being the auntie. Cool with that. But what, what, what goes on with Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins, that... It can't be compared to what goes on with anybody else. But, uh, 
I still think a dry could, could could come back as early as tonight, if uh, you know, it, depending on what's going on. Also, it, question. Yeah. So if Andrade did, did return, why return to Raw when it kind of looked like a storyline for him on SmackDown? I know we said everybody can't join the LWO, but it would actually like work. Because Raw's the flagship. It's the new year. It's the fresh show. A fresh year. We're building to the Royal Rumble. You either put him on the flat because everybody don't watch SmackDown. SmackDown gets numbers. Sometimes SmackDown gets better numbers than Raw. But I always know Raw's on on Monday. Sometimes I forget to watch SmackDown. I don't, not all that. I'm a wrestling fan, but I'm saying, but you get more eyes on Raw. And you, they, they, you said, well, same thing with Randy Orton, but he came back in Survivor Series. But I'm saying, but even still, he came back on the, on the Raw uh, after Survivor Series. You go, you go put them on Raw to showcase them, and they say, like, okay, well, he'll fit on SmackDown. Let's we'll put him back on SmackDown, or wherever we feel those Shaw's going to be. But I, 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 well, I I'm not saying when agree. he comes back, I'm not saying that's going. He, he should be, be in an LWO storyline. No need to be. I mean, honestly, that that's that's that, that's part of the problem of what Vince used to do. Like, oh, here, here come another Hispanic guy. Let's put him with the, the, the Hispanics. Here come another black guy. Let's put him with the black guys. You, you don't need to segregate everybody. You can just go, you can have another Latino wrestler go do their own thing. They got nothing to do with the LWO. If they want to, I mean, it'd be a decent addition. But right now, they already got the Andrade building him up to uh, work with Ray. At Mania, that at, that's where they're going with that. So I'm like, right now you don't let you you know you don't need anything else right now in that storyline. I I get what you're saying. It just felt to me that both shows this week are designed as like not like a season premiere, but big kickoff shows. I know Raw tonight is day one. I know they had a special name for SmackDown. I couldn't find the name of it because I know. Um, NXT is New Year's Evil, so it seems like oh, both right. of these uh-huh. does. So it seemed like both of these were supposed to be like marquee shows for Raw and SmackDown, and just going off his history with Selena Vega before, and Selena's Vega Vega's problems right now. That seemed like a fitable storyline for him if they were to bring him in. To me, I'm saying, I'm saying, you're saying Selena Vega's problems. You're saying. Yeah, um, with the breaking down of the LWO. Okay, I'm saying, I'm saying, but because I, because obviously I'm kind of behind on the storyline. So if, if the LWO is breaking down, Santos going out his own, and then yeah, Sa- Santos went out on his own. He picked up, um, I was about to call um Los Luchadores. I'm <laughs> um Garza and Carrillo. They joined him. Oh, so, so now oh, he has. So now we're back to Legato del Fantasma. Pr- they didn't officially say it, but yes. Okay. <laughs> a new legate, the ghetto Del Fantasma, which leaves the other people on the outs. I mean, unless, and w- I mean, if Ray is hurt, you still got Carlito, and I'm, I gotta keep calling him the other two because I can't remember anybody's name, and Zelina Vega. So you kind of got a shift of a new team that um, Santos has put together 
I could see Andrade with Zelina and them for them to feud. But like you said, Rey Mysterio will come back eventually, and he'll have to settle things. Yeah. Okay. Now, so, 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 so now, Cruz del Toro and Hawking Wow are they with Santos or Thank are they you. with Selena? No, they're with Selena. Okay. So who was with Santos? Garza and Korea. Okay, Garza and Korea. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. All right. Yeah. So now, now, if you're saying bring back Andrade to team back up with Selena, you're saying? Uh, hit the no, yeah. no, 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 no. They there's too many is too many pieces like with the whole Spanish Inquisition. Like it's too many things going on with them to be adding more people to it. They just added. They just added uh, Garza and, and Humberto. Like, where the hell they been? I know where they been, but still. Like, they just added them to the whole puzzle. Like, they don't need no more pieces to this, bro. He can go ahead, go to NXT and shine over there, man. Because we all know, like, Carmelo and Trick and them on their way out after they few in. So, like, yeah. go over and, and, and get to shine. Not saying you, he's getting demoted, like, just to keep him out of that. Because I feel like if he go to the main roster, they're going to put him in that mix. And it's just going to be too much. See, this, I agree. Too many people. And that's why it's I think too it's many happening. people just for this feud to end. It's way too many people just for this feud to end as Rey Mysterio versus uh uh, uh what's homie name uh, Santos Santos Escobar. Yeah, it's, I think you're right. That's what I see though. But I think you're right. <laughs> no, but see, but see, it's kind of like what you were saying when when you came over to my house last week, right? You talked about so why is anything I be about race, right? This is this, this this is the same exact thing you were talking about, but it's just coming out your mouth. He Andrade is it likely that he they could put him in LWO? But it's like yeah, but the thing is, if you do that, that contradicts everything he left for in the first place. Nothing for him to do. Andrade is a talented wrestler, a very talented guy. He just is not the greatest in English on the mic. He can speak in Spanish, but I'm just saying, but he can't do it in English. And Andrade had a good rivalry with Rey Mysterio uh, back before Andrade left. If you just stick him in the NW in the LWO, and you say, let's just put him with all the other Latino superstars, that does nothing for Andrade. And it defeats the purpose of why he left. Me personally, it's like if you if Andrade is leaving because of creative issues and issues that he want to be with Charlotte and all the things at AEW, put him in something fresh like uh, have him feud for the United States Championship after whoever wins. If Lo- whoever whoever Logan Paul's face on, she's probably gonna be Kevin Owens, and if Kevin Owens wins it. Why can't Kevin Owens and Andrade feud for the United States Championship to help Kevin to help Andrade be boosted with a championship? The only title he ever hold that I'm I'm aware of is the NXT Championship. So if you brought him there and, and Kevin Owens puts him on, because Kevin Owens don't need the United States Championship, he already had it. Kevin Owens is all, is a, almost a grand slam. I think he is a grand slam champion in that business. He don't need it. He's Kevin Owens. But you know who do need it? Somebody like Andrade. 
And you and I it's like time, sure? say what? I think the tag team makes up a grand slam because I remember this U.S. Intercontinental and um Universal. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm, I'm talking about in dropping. Oh. Yeah. The, the only time I, I, I remember. You want the mid card title? I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, you can look it up for me. I think the only only thing I remember when, uh, when it came to Andrade was, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, oh, you was the U.S. champion. Say he was US, he was the US champion? Yeah. Twenty nineteen to twenty twenty. I forgot. Oh, pandemic. Because of pandemic time. Ooh. Oh, see, I, I, I probably, I probably Let him let him spin that nah yeah, but see let him spin the block. block. But yeah, I'm saying that I would want to see something when I drive it into something fresh. You know, it's kinda like, you know, it's just uh it's like in 2020 when they was doing the whole hurt business angle. They they put all the black people, in, you know, in the whole field with the hurt business. I'm like, it don't. Do I like seeing it? Yes, but it don't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be that way. When you do stuff like that, that you you show that you I don't know what the hell to do with anybody. So I put them with people that that feels so they'll be comfortable around, and you know, everybody can gravitate towards. And I said, you don't have to do it that way. And what I, the point Q was making is, there is too many things going on with the LWO right now. And if he comes back to come back with Selena Vega, I'm like, okay, Selena Vega was a good mouthpiece for him, but then Andrade's a natural heel. I like him better as a heel than a babyface. He had to come back as a babyface. And it's like, okay, well, then if he comes back, he has to feud with Santos. But you don't want to beat Santos because you try to build up Santos for Mysterio and Mania. So if, then if he just beats Garza and uh, Carrillo, that does nothing for the point of why Santos picked him as a group in the first place. So then after he beats them, he has to go up against Santos. And if he's coming back and he's hot coming back, he has to go and beat Santos. But that does, does nothing but Santos' momentum going into Mania for Mysterio. So then what do you do? You put yourself in a hole. You see what I'm saying? I get it. That's just what I think is happening. It'd be nice if it, I'm wrong. No, okay, no. Is that what you think is happening or is that just you just can't get out the way of thinking? Cause you, I'll go, I can't get out the way with thinking. I don't see it going another way right now. You know, I don't there. think what you're going to say that because Vince ain't there right now. If there's any proof of Vince going, it's that whole Kevin Dunn thing, which, which we'll get into. <laughs> What'd you say, Kifo? No, I just laughed. I just laughed. Oh, yeah. So, so I don't... Triple H has not shown the track record of doing things like that. It's like, if he wants to leave AEW and come over here... He had had some kind of talks, and and now he he he's not coming back as a dry. He's coming back as Charlotte's boo thing now. I'm pretty sure he had talked to Charlotte, and Charlotte talked to everybody else. Like to say, yo, he'll come back, but he ain't come back in no bullshit. You don't think that happened? You still there? I ain't thinking about it. I don't know. 
That storyline, that makes sense to me. And that was it. That was the end of my thought process. Didn't delve in deep. Well, we'll have to, we'll, we'll have to see how things work out. If, like I said, if he comes like comes back to I'm not saying it's not. I mean, we got the Royal Rumble coming up. Anything can happen. Anything can happen in the Rumble. Triple H has been teasing shit. So, you know, we don't necessarily know. We don't know. <clears throat> One thing else you don't know about is my girl Mercedes. I was very hyped when Q sent me the picture of her taking a picture in front of some type of Triple H video that was playing. But all of a sudden, reports are coming out that um, WWE has walked away from the Mercedes Monet negotiations. I, I call Cap. You call Cap on that? I'm calling Cap. I think they realized that the hints for CM Punk were too obvious. And it was like, ah, we need to make it a little mysterious. So we just going to say it fell through, but it didn't really fall through. I'm calling Cap. Uh-huh. Do you think, do you guys think it's true that she's asking for this large amount of money that it's say is rooming to be added? Absolutely. I think that, at least. My part, too, is do you think if that's the case, WWE will pay it? Yeah. I think so. Because of who she is. What she brings to the table. Mm -hmm. See, not only is Sasha Banks a great wrestler, she's a great personality. She checks the the box on your, you know, uh, PC, you know, uh, radar. She's cousin with Snoop Dogg, so when she comes back, he comes back. They love putting Snoop in anything, which brings in people. WD is all about bringing in people. And besides, Vince don't own this company anymore. So if Endeavor looks at this like, hey... This is a big star that we can definitely put out the bread for. That that they got it. They like they ain't got it. <laughs> I, I, I do think her coming back in like a Royal Rumble would be a massive pop. Oh, absolutely. And besides, people, to, at least to my knowledge, I can't speak for anybody. People ain't hating Sasha and Naomi for, for, for them leaving. Half of us really knew the situation like, yeah, I would want to leave. Fuck them too. And the only reason why Sasha's even, I, I, I would say, or, or Mercedes is even, you know, thinking about this is because Vince ain't there. And Vince don't own the company anymore. So... That right there leaves leaves the door open. However, I I won't be as shocked if you know uh, negotiations fell through. Because if I am, I'm, I'm gonna just call, call from Sasha Banks. If I am Sasha, I'm like I'm going to 
negotiate a contract so I can make sure that what happened to me, whatever happened to me before, will not happen again. However I felt, however underutilized I felt, I'm going to put it in there that I do not, that doesn't happen to me again. And if that's the case, I'm all for that. I am all for that. If WWE felt as though that they could not meet the needs of that, and they're like, okay, well, uh, if we, we just can't handle Sorry about my phone. We just can't handle that right now, then somebody trying to blow me up right now? Oh, yeah, my goodness. All right. <clears throat> uh, then it's like, okay, well, she can go to AEW. She can go to New Japan. See, AEW actually offers her more than WWE does. Depending on what she wants to do. And WWE probably want to lock her down for you know, more than just a year or two. You know, but uh, it's like, does she still do that same song and dance? Or does she go out there and venture out and do something different? That's what Naomi doing. Naomi killing it right now in Impact. So, what do y'all think? Y'all ask for my opinion. What, what, what are y'all thinking on? Is she, you know, uh, what, what Q for always said, Cat. Uh, listen, I, yeah, I told you, I call Cat, man. She coming home, man. Look, would I love Sasha to come home? Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Sasha one of my favorites. And, but uh, I, can, I can respect and understand if she don't. Especially for that's fair. If, I can too. Yeah, if I she, just think she coming home. <laughs> if she wanted to wrestle in Japan, still, and she feels that she didn't get a chance to finish out what she wants to do in Japan, then AEW is the place for her because AEW will make her will allow her to do that and work in Japan also. So you get two for price of one. But WWE is going in a new direction right now. And I can see her like, okay, well, I want to come back home and I want to do, you know, I just want to be where home is as long as Daddy H is uh, <laughs> is uh, making sure he takes over the process and takes care of me. Because if she always took care of Sasha when, it, when, he, when she was on NXT, he had nothing to do with what happened with Sasha when she was on the main roster. So, but now... And that's why... Huh? That last statement is why I think within the next month we're gonna hear Michael scream his boss time. Cause I, H. I agree. I I can see at, at at the rumble it'll be a surprise. Now I don't know if, if if she does come back. I don't know if it's as Mercedes or if it's as Sasha Banks. But I mean, obviously it had to be as Sasha Banks, though, right? I, I think the. The money would be to be as Sasha Banks instead of coming back as Mercedes. Because yeah, I don't think I don't think a lot of the fans seen or understand Mercedes Monet. She probably come back with the Mercedes Monet look, but she'll be Sasha Banks still. I think. Come on, look. I want to. I I I want her to come back. But if she just says, "Ayo, I'd rather help AEW 
and just try this out. Or is it, I think eventually Sasha's going to come back. Like I think eventually Naomi's going to come back. But you got to try something else. You got to rebuild yourself out there. And I think that uh, when she can do that, if she feels though she's not ready to come back and she wants to do something else like work with AEW and do do all that kind of stuff like that, fine. And then, and then she'll come back like, okay, you know, I need another year or two. And then I'll come back. Maybe. Who really knows? But I know it is. If she if she come back, y'all better put her in a top spot. And if she come back recently, I'm just like, mm-hmm. well, Bianca, Bianca and Sasha part two because we never got that. Because Charlotte's injured. I'm just saying, I don't, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of wish I wouldn't know. But also, this, we was talking about also, Kevin Dunn is leaving. Kevin Dunn. If you want any proof that Vince is no longer in charge, take note to Kevin Dunn's departure, as reported on Saturday night from E Wrestling News. That Kevin Dunn gave his notice to WWE over Christmas week that he'll be leaving the company in the very near future. Dunn relinquished his role as executive producer and chief global television distribu- distribution. It is said that the reason for his retirement is due to the Endeavor purchase and TKO merger. So his, his homie ain't there. If I'm, if I'm reading what they're saying is right. Uh, due to the Endeavor purchase and a TKO merger. That means, you know, he can't go around and do the shit that he want to do because Vince ain't in charge anymore. According to the report from PW Insider, Dunn has decided to retire and was not asked to leave or be fired. As a matter of fact, he was asked to stay on board for the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania pay-per-view events, but he wanted to be done immediately. Really? Whether Dunn was liked or not among certain circles, this is said to be a huge deal and will more likely, aff- uh, more than likely affect WWE's production moving forward. So, thoughts? I mean, when you change the old guard... Oh. <laughs> Wait, come on. Say that again. I don't know. I'm just trying to go my, live. My bad. Go ahead, Q. Go ahead, Q. You, you, you started off. Oh, yeah. Now, uh, get them all out of here. Get out of here, man. You starting to break up now. I don't know if you went to that corner of the base, but I can't hear, but you starting to break up. Oh, my, my fault. Can you hear me now? Kind of. <clears throat> Hold on, let me, let me. I got you. Hold on. Uh huh. Right. Why are we in Quattro? What was you gonna say? I mean, when you change the old guard, I mean, you're used to things just going a certain way. I've seen this in jobs all the time. You get a new manager, and you used to that old manager. Everything changed. Now you can't get away with what you've been getting away with. Yeah, yeah. You want to leave? <laughs> this, yeah, this only makes sense to me. Yeah. Uh, I had yeah. I saw it coming, and uh, I'm not shocked. And but I'm just like, but that that, that further proves to me that this man ain't no longer in charge anymore. 
Now I don't know how. I mean, you know, we had some production issues, but not, not, not bad. I mean, you know, I, I, when I say issues, I'm just saying Kevin Dunn's style of production. But I'm curious to see what 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 choice can bring in for a new line of production when it comes to uh, this year. We may be looking at an entirely new, different kind of WWE. They may even try to promote that thing UFC style. Don't know. I'm just saying. I mean. I think there'll be more influence as time go along, definitely. Say what? I think the I think there'll be more influence that WWE will look at three sixty from three sixty. I gotta stop raw math. One eighty from what it was for as time go along. Man. <laughs> oh, oh, you, so, man, you, you remember Dance three sixty? No, I don't. I'm sorry. You remember Dance three sixty? I I. I I hate this show. I hate this show so much. Oh, <laughs> okay. I was like, what? come on like 1 o'clock in the morning on UPN? And they just be all Tag sitting in the circle. Kelvin Mitchell and somebody else? I'm sorry, you said 1 o'clock in the morning? Oh. I haven't been an old man my whole Tag life. Man. I was asleep. Tag I man. You got to send me a video. I have no idea what y'all talking well, about. Keep flow just saying it. 3-6-0. Yo, you did, oh. <laughs> and they be you all didn't the, see they, Dance 360? And we bowed in the middle of the circle, and we call it, take it, man, take it. Oh, my God. Dance 360, that was that was an era. Dance 360 was, was chaotic. Oh, man, that, that's, the, that, that, that's the, the early 2000s at its best. If you can see the look of confusion <laughs> on my face right now, I'm like, what in the world are you okay, talking about? Okay, how about this? <laughs> I guarantee, I guarantee, you, you, you remember Slam Ball, don't you? All right, now, yeah, I definitely All right, then. All right, because you remember saying that's the same era. Oh, look, I wasn't watching UPN at 1 in the morning, I guess. (laughs) You ain't see Slam Ball? Look, I seen videos. (laughs) So that's why I knew of it. I never sat there and watched it. No. You never sat there and watched Slam Ball? No, no, I I haven't. Oh, man, that's some entertaining, crazy-ass shit. It just came back, actually. Oh man! Oh yeah, I did hear his back. Slam ball, wow. man! Slam ball. So I was like, man, it's like back in the day when we used to have like NBA or NFL Street like in person. You know, they had all these little offset sports things in the two thousand. Remember lingerie football? Once again, lingerie football was hilarious. Yeah. But I never watched. You gonna let? You gonna let that girl? You just gonna let that girl? Run you down like that? I, I'll, I'll learn later in life. I think Summer Ray came from Laundry Football. I, I saw that in like one of her, I don't want to call it a documentary, but it was like a Where Are They Now? Wrestling. Yeah. Remember when WWE did that? Yeah. That's how I found that out. So I'm just like, your Laundry Football was wild. That used to be Left Brain's favorite thing to watch. I remember that back in the day. God, yeah, they had all these different offset sports things that just happened in these crazy dance stuff like that. I, that's why when you said 360, it just made me, it just triggered it in my head. But you can continue now. <laughs> I don't know if I can. I'm talking No, um, just what I was saying. I definitely think over time it will be a complete change. I ain't gonna use the number no more. It's gonna be a complete <laughs> change 
between what WWE originally was. I mean, because you get so much influence from a parent company because, I mean, they're fun to you. They're going to make some changes. So there's going to be some changes. So if you're changing out the old guard and you got people in the old guard that still... Like, well, back in my day, oh, yeah, back in your day, oh, all right. Eventually, time you weed them out. (laughs) (laughs) Big, big loss. I'm curious to see what the company's going to do going forward with this. So, uh, we got, we got to wait and see what's happening because they're saying Beaver Teeth is gone. So, Let's see how that plays out. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was saying, man, and get them all, get all these old dudes out of here, man. Nick Khan, you next, man. Get out of here. Oh, man. but you, you, man, you know Nick Khan ain't going nowhere no time soon. I know. I know. <laughs> Nick, Nick Khan, he, 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 ain't, he ain't going nowhere. He ain't going nowhere. Uh, all right, so we might as well get on to fully AEW side, you know, to finish out part one of this podcast because they had their show World's End on Saturday. And this was from, now, here's the thing, AEW, I'm surprised, maybe in 2024, I think it may come in 2024, they'll have their max deal with Warner Brothers Discovery and or Warner Brothers Discovery, how do you want to call it? And we can start streaming stuff on max because I'm not, I, I can't afford you know what? To the back, I can't buy. Afford? I mean, I, I got the money in my account, but I don't know. I can't buy a fifty, sixty dollar AEW show. I just can't. I, I check out the highlights. I check out the results, but I can't. I can't sit there and order the show. Call us not real wrestling fans all you want to. I mean, like we got things to take care of. You know what I'm saying? And even if I had a bet that hit. This past weekend, I still wouldn't pay for it because I got other shit to pay for. So, with that being said, I would like now if it was at, if it was on streaming, like I can stream it because I've been hearing that that they've been having production issues on Bleach Report. That's what a lot of people be watching their pay per views from. I do not watch pay per views on, on Bleach Report. I do not do that. So, <sighs> World's End. I know y'all probably pretty much heard about the show, the final pay-per-view for AEW uh, at the end of the year. And I I have to say, y'all, from what I saw in the highlights and from what I read, this was like a middle-of-the-road show. Like, middle-of-the-road show. How did y'all feel about it? I, from the highlights I saw, oh my fault. Go ahead, go ahead, Quattro. Uh, yeah, um, I was from what I've seen. I mean, the show seemed okay. I wasn't in. It, it didn't strike me as go crazy, but I. It struck me as it's not bad, you know. So I'm in the middle. No, I, I don't think it was a bad show. They had some decent stuff in there. First of all, I. I'm glad that we, we finally got the reveal of the devil. Of who the devil was. Even though we kind of knew who it was in front of our face the whole time. I was salty about the whole Continental Classic final. But I understood why it happened that way. The whole Edge and Christian matchup. 
I thought was pretty good besides Edge botching that fucking. Did, did, did y'all see that botch when he like when when Nick Wayne caught the end of the flaming table? I did not see that. <laughs> I was like, oh Edge. Uh, and then of course the Chris Jericho getting booed thing. Timeless Tony Storm is amazing, you know. And then uh, Miro and Andrade had a decent match. Uh, but everything else is kind of like just middle of the road type thing. So we 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 hit we hit to uh talk about that and go over some go go over the show give give us give y'all the recap of it. You know, the, the, to say at least, like I said, we didn't see the show fully, but I saw enough highlights and something like that to go, to go over. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Yep. Okay, muffle, muffle, That was cool. Hello. Yeah, I saw that, I saw that botched flame table edge, <laughs> but you know what? You know what? All they doing is proving my point. WWE nursing home. Stop hiring the old dudes. What? I digress. Yeah, look, I'm telling you, but look, yep. Tony Khan better not screw up on this one person. I'm gonna I'm talk about him in the show, but he better not fuck up on, on this one person. I read online and said the TNA championship. I mean, the TNT championship ain't nothing more but a legend's child for old people. Not oh, not the legend's championship. Not the legend's <coughs> championship. All right, guys. So AEW Worlds, and let's talk about. It. Let's give it a recap here. What we thought about. Like I said, middle of the road show. We had three pre-show matches here. The first one we had was. Uh, my girl thickness, Willow Nightingale's uh, Willow Nightingale versus Chris Statlander. Yes, two season okay. That's what I call. Uh, good match to the end. They kind of botched. Where the you get this from, bro? <laughs> <laughs> That's how we call her and a her and um. What's that? What's Ember Moon's name now in Ring of Honor? Athena. Athena. Yeah, I'm like she thick. Two season okay. <laughs> But uh, all right, that's gonna wind up on another shirt. You better stop. Go ahead. Uh, see, I ain't, I don't care about it. I, 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 I was creative on that. I was like, yeah, I know how to thick. So, uh, Will Nigel uh wins the matchup. They kind of botched the end a little bit, but then they had to redo it. Then, mm-hmm. they, then they had a twenty man battle royal for future and a TNT championship match. When you saw who was in this battle royal, I was like, I think we know where this place is going. Kill Switch won the battle royal. Oh, didn't see that coming. And for those who don't know who Kill Switch is, now that's his new name because he used to be Luchasaurus. Just want to say I hate the new name. Just not a fan. I know. this. I, I say it's Christian's finishing move and all that, but come on now, player. Come on now. He wins it. I was like, okay, so I think I know what's what's, what's happening here. Then we have a FT, <coughs> FTW rules match for the FTW championship. Hook taking on Willie Uta. He won by submission. It was all right. When you get to the main show, this is what I said. There was highlights, but there's still like a middle-of-the-road stuff a thing going on here. We had an eight-man tag team match player. Blackpool Combat Club. Cario Casanoli. And Brian Danielson with Mark Briscoe and Daniel, Daniel Garcia versus Brody King, Jay White, Jay Lethal, and Roosh. So for those who was actually looking at this, it's like, okay, who didn't make the finals of the Continental Classic? Cool, because y'all going to be an eight-man tag team match player. That's exactly what this was. These are all the losers from the Continental Classic in a match. 
you know what? I don't know whether to feel happy that it's nice that everyone gets to be on the card or feel like there's way too many people on the card. <laughs> I'm torn with feelings both ways. It's nice everyone gets to be here, but wow, there's a lot of people here. I understand that this happens a lot in AW because they only have like four main shows a year, but now that's going to change. Well, look like they actually may be adapting the every month pay-per-view type aspect of it. I prefer the, the, the quarter pay-per-views, but however, I do don't, I don't like when, when they get here, they be long as shit. So I'm just like, okay, I can understand that. Uh, don't want this. I agree so, with that. They're, they, these drones come on at like seven and that drone might be done like two. It's like, look, I can't, I don't got the energy, bro. I just don't. I just don't. I'll fall asleep on Mania. It wouldn't be too long. Like, look, come on now. Let's get through this. Yeah, that's why we got That's why we got two two nights of it now. But the the faces win. Then we have Miro uh, uh, taking on Andrade El Igolo with CJ. CJ is Lana, for those who don't know. And uh, or, or as they like to call her, Miro's hot, flexible wife. Yes. Catherine Joy. <laughs> so, uh, since this was Andrade's last match, he went out with a bank because the match was actually pretty good. And, I mean, you got Miro and Andrade, so these are both two pretty good workers. Uh, they, you know, and, and he, he, he went out pretty good and went out with a, with a non, uh, not clean finish. So, it, it, they sold to the fact that Andrade could have actually won, but Miro won the matchup and, Pretty good match. He got, about, he got about 15 minutes. So, go ahead and do your thing. Timeless Tony Storm with Luther uh, took on Riho for the Women's Championship. And I uh, I like Rio, kind of. I mean, she's very small. Uh, but, you know, she has these smiles. I mean, I don't like, like a Kyrie Zane. I like, I like Kyrie Zane a lot, but I'm saying. But, Rio. We we was pretty good. She's just very small, but Thomas Tony Storm. I'm loving the gimmick. I'm loving the gimmick. Are, are you a fan of Thomas Tony Storm? Yes, yes. I really like the gimmick a lot. I don't want to say I dislike. And then what you said, I don't want to say I dislike Rio because she's small. It's it's not that because. I feel like we're in a time where there's actually a lot of small wrestlers than they've ever been at the same time. But I feel like Timeless Tony Storm. Is it for the women's division of AEW right now? She's she's top of the chain right now. She's the gimmick is is putting them in. She's all in, and it's is good. So I like her right now a lot. <laughs> yeah, and I, I said all the stuff that she's been doing. I'm like, okay, I'm really feeling this, and she retains the championship, which she should have. So she beats Rio. Here's what, okay, so I, I, I'm going to, it's Swerve Strickland with Prince Nana taking on D- Dustin Rose. So originally this match was supposed to be Swerve Strickland taking on Keith Lee. Because Keith Lee, they brought up something from their rivalry that happened when he took out Keith Lee with a cinder block over a year ago. So, they're coming back to this. And I, 
y'all see me in the text, I was just like, what are y'all doing? Because Swerve right now is above all this. Swerve is, you know, has cleaned up in the cut in the kind of classic. I, and I, in my personal opinion, he should have been in the finals. That's what should have happened, but he wasn't. And I think I have a. Re- I think I. I know why now. You was definitely mad when Mox won that. <laughs> definitely angry. Cause you know what? I haven't watched Iron Man in a minute. That's the match I actually watched. And it was a triple threat. Now did Swerve get pinned? No, Jay White got pinned. But still, I was like, Mox again. I said, come on, man. But after things that happened, I think I know why. Because here's the thing. And I was like, so Dustin Rhodes, who was his uh, naturally limitless partner, was going to fill in. Fans was not happy about that. They they took to Twitter and said what was going on. And Dustin Rhodes basically said, fuck you. And they was like, well, if Russell not, not allowed to have the opinion, he said, no, you're not. Fuck you, too. And I was like, Damn. You try to get fired too, Dustin? No, nah, that reaction was natural. Bang, bang. Bang, bang. There it is. <coughs> so, they had this match for about nine minutes. They were nine minutes too long. It, they start off with a beatdown angle. and then, That was then, cold. Huh? <laughs> that was cold. <laughs> yeah, we caught that. <laughs> yeah. We start with this beatdown angle, and Swerve gets the cinder block and, and crushes Dustin's ankle. Like he, he does a, a stop off the apron to Dustin's ankle to do the cinder block. And it's like, okay, an angle. Get the shit off. Moving to better things. Dustin comes back in the match. I'm like, why? End this. This doesn't need to be a thing. He should have been in the finals. That's how I was feeling. Swerve wins the matchup anyway. At, in, in the media scrum, in the World's Collide press conference, they said, you didn't win the Continental Classic. You didn't get to the finals. So what, what is your focus for 2024? And the only thing that came out of his mouth was first African-American AEW champion. Tony Khan, put the bell on that man right now. Put it on. He's hot right now. Fans is chanting his song when he comes out. They was even telling him. To, he's a heel. And they was telling him to kick us in the head one more time. Swerve is over. This one hit roll was missing a lot. So, he want to be AEW World Champion. I'm like, you know what? If you're not going to put it on. If you're not going to give him. The championship, when it comes to the Continental Classic, fine. Because I see what I see what show did there. They give him the championship. And after what happened at the end, I can see Swerve as early as Revolution getting that championship. Seriously. When's Revolution again? I think the end of February or early March. Okay. Then we have, wait a minute, if you thought one was too much, here goes another one. Another eight-man tag team matchup. <laughs> this time, it's with the sex guys, Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara, Sting and Darby Allen versus Ricky Starks, Big Bill, and the Doghouse family of Takeshna and Powerhouse Hobbs. Why? 
And you know what? Go ahead. Once y'all pointed out to me that Sting hasn't taken one L, I can't unsee that now. So <laughs> as soon as I saw that match announced, I was like, oh yeah. Yeah, I know how this ends. <laughs> exactly. And this Sting is on his fair uh his farewell tour because he's about to retire at Revolution. And so this is like Sting's last match in New York. And this was thrown together in like two days. I understand if you want to get Sting on the card, but I mean, me personally, if this is this is Sting we're talking about here, his retirement tour needs to be bigger. You got to promote every place he's going, who he's wrestling against, and you know this is gonna be his last place wrestling in this in this place. I'm like, come on now. You got to be able to do that, but they did. <clears throat> so. Throughout this whole match, Sting was getting cheered, Darby Allen was getting cheered, even Sammy Guevara, but not Chris Jericho. Every bit of offense that he did, or people that did to him, they cheered him getting his ass whooped, they booed him kicking ass. All because of what we talked about earlier, of those accusations. But as you as you know, when you see Sting in the lineup, you know Sting's going to win, and that's what happened, so... The Sex Gods and Stan Darby Allen win the eight man tag team match, which I was like, it's a point in this match. They didn't need to be on the show. Both the eight man tag team match didn't need to be on the show. Can I, can I just ask a question? Sure. I thought Darby Allen left to go climb Mount Everest or something. That's it, in April. Okay, thank you. I didn't know what it was. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, yeah, he, okay. <laughs> he's going to be suicidal in April. Good for that man. Not I. <laughs> Is it, bro? I'm. I, I had my own personal opinions about that. I'll just say that for another time. We have fair house rules match for the AWTBS Championship. Julia Hart taking on Abaddon. Where the hell Abaddon been? Now I know you watch Rampage Quattro. Did I miss something? <sighs> I don't know how to say this. Yes, <laughs> but no. Okay. Yes, Abaddon, who I've been calling abandoned, <laughs> was, on, was on rampage. You said you call her abandoned. I did been call. I been calling him a bit. Look, I ain't never getting no. Look, I'm destined to be that old man that can't never get the kid name right. Like that's, that's guaranteed in my future world. <laughs> uh huh. That so, man said abandoned, not a bad bitch. Oh, that's what I'm about to say. Like, oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> please thank you for that correction. I'm about to say, I'm about to say, Quanto, what's going on? No, nah, man, my no silly. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't judging, but I'm judging, you know. No, um, abandoned came out and pretty much just like stared at her one week and. Then the lights went out and she vanished. And all of a sudden, they they're having a match. That was that was like the setup. And I was like, oh, all right, because I'm like, who you like? This is weird. I guess where's Sky Blue? Wow, <laughs> that's, how I, that's how I felt. <laughs> wow, <laughs> you asking all the right questions. 
Okay, well, okay, Abaddon. <laughs> but uh, Shia lost the matchup. Anyway, like, I, 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 I rarely see Abaddon. So I was like, and they saying that she could bite in this match. I said, what the hell have I been missing? Bro, I looked at her. I was like, who's female doing? The first time I saw her. Like, said, I didn't know what who? was going on. Doink, like the clown. Female doink, like, I didn't damn. know what was happening. I was like, who are you? Like, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but I really didn't know who you were, bro. That's correct. That, she's female doink. Lord. So, okay. <laughs> Julia Hart wins the match she retains. Next up, we have Adam Copeland taking on Christian Cage with... A no disqualification match for the AEW TNT Championship. So, this I thought was a was a decent highlight of the matchup. Uh, of course, you get the hardcore elements of it. Edge and Christian out there doing their thing. They finally gonna have like you know, I was like a pay pay per view uh caliber matchup. So Edge said he he in his mind he was like this is WrestleMania twenty two, and I'm gonna bring out this flaming table. With the whole, you know, garrison and, and like, like, like the table on fire. So, Nick Wayne is on the apron. Yeah, I fast forward to all this stuff like that because, like I said, see the highlights. Nick Wayne's on the apron. Edge goes to powerbomb Nick Wayne onto the table. Nick Wayne missed the table and his ass catches the end of the table on fire. So, it's like his his ass is on fire. And it barely broke the table. I don't even know if it broke the table or not. I was like, how did you botch that? Well, we, we already know what you feel. I'm here to say. confirm that the table did not break. It didn't Brought break? Ass caught the ass into the table. No, it didn't break. It just flipped over. Oh. Botch big time. Because Edge freaking, Ed freaking threw him instead of dropping him. <laughs> Yeah, quadros, it's all over the internet. You, just, you might want to check that out. So, are we saying Edge was too high? I'm not doing this. Edge hits the kill switch on Christian. The edge I know would have speared him. The Edge I know would have speared him to the table. Bruh, edge too old for them spears through the, through the second rope now. <laughs> edge too big for that. I'll be too old for that, excuse me. I mean, Edge would have been fine. I guess Adam's not. Yeah, you, you're right. That's right. This is Adam Copeland. So, Adam Copeland hits Christian Cage with the kill switch and wins the TNT Championship. Clocked in at 25 minutes. You know, that, that's, that's the age special. You don't got to do over 20-minute matches. And then, kill switch, remember from the battle world earlier, comes down, attacks Edge, and the contract he won for the TNT Championship, I said, I knew it. Christian still takes it from him, and he cashes it back in. And then Christian uh, takes out Edge, and then Christian has his TNT Championship back. Okay. Allow me to jump real quick. Yes. First off, this was an anytime contract? I believe so. Okay, I didn't know we had those contracts in the bank. Okay, second of all, you can just transfer it? <laughs> well, you know, Christian and Killswitch are partners and stuff now. Remember when he had like the Evolution Swords and stuff like that? So they kind of working together. 
Okay. Third of all, I enjoy trolls, so it made me laugh. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes it's like, yo, bro, you you just really pushing the envelope here. Really? Well, Christian Cage wins the, the championship back. So, Edge had championship for about, I don't know, a minute. Don't worry. It, we'll get the rubber match at Revolution with a ladder. <laughs> you know, they had ladders in this in this match. But, but it's not a ladder Edge. match. <laughs> you, know, he, yeah, you know what? You, you're probably right. Look, we we know some that drone got to be dangling for so it's it's Adam and Christian. This has to end with a ladder. Oh, that don't, that, that don't even sound right. Adam and Christian. Uh, next I don't up, know what else to say to you? <laughs> you right. Next up, we get the finals to the uh, Continental Classic for the inaugural American Triple Crown Championship, which is the Ring of Honor World Championship, the, in, the, the New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong Openweight Championship, and the inaugural AEW Continental Continental Championship. So it's Eddie Kingston taking on John Moxley. Once I see who the finals was, I was like, okay, we, we got to give it to Eddie Kingston because he, he needs a big win in his in his life. Okay, and this will be a really big win. Moxley don't need this. If y'all not going to give it to Swerve, because y'all probably want Swerve to go on to the AEW World Championship, then it needs to be Eddie Kingston. And they, they had a pretty good matchup, but Eddie Kingston does win in the end as a, as a triple crown champion. So I'm happy for Eddie Kingston. People people was not happy for Eddie Kingston, but the people that wasn't happy for him was probably the same people that, want, that wanted Eddie Kingston to do more back in the day. So people are going to be fickle. That's how they're going to be. I'm just. I'm happy I, for Eddie. Huh? I'm happy for Eddie, and I did watch the celebration for him with this. I was like, that's legit happiness in his face. Good for him. Exactly. I, I love Eddie Kingston, too. I used to watch Eddie Kingston House of Hardcore, so, you know, I I, I, I love Eddie Kingston. Also, I, I mean, I know you him. met that because I know you hate House of Hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> also, I forgot to mention this, that. Back during the eight-man tag match with the with the Lasex guys, Sting was walking around in the ring and uh, clapping hands with everybody. And then Vlad Vladimir was in the ring, you know, the super fan. He was in the AEW ring and he was uh, giving props to Sting. By the way, if y'all need to check out a, a heartwarming documentary, it's a short watch, like thirty-seven minutes. Go to Peacock and watch the the, the story of Vladimir on the on the um, super fan super fan documentary. Who is he? He just a fan or like he, he he's a fan that's been there since the '80s, and everywhere like if you see him, he's f- familiar. He's been there since the Hogan era, and oh wow, he, he's been there every time. It's like you know when you see certain shows and you see certain fans has been there all the time. If you look at ECW, you got that straw hat guy. Yeah, yeah, that, that's always there. He 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 was he was one of uh their uh fans, super fans, and. They did, they did a story about him, so it was pretty nice. Damn. Okay. Oh, all right. Well, shoot. They got. They better get green shirt guy something. Yes. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, like sign guy or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Once he's um, you know, uh, in there for a little bit longer, yeah, sure, of course they will. Then there's uh, the main event, AEW World Championship, Samoa Joe taking on MJF. Now, the whole storyline going into this was 
Who was the devil? Who was doing all those attacks? Who did they lose the Ring of Honor championship got uh, things to in the last um, uh, was the, was it Dynamite? I believe it was. Yeah, who did they lose the, the the tag team championships to? So a lot of things going on to this matchup, and uh, I'm glad to see Samoa Joe in these main event positions. To be honest with you. Because he didn't get that shot in WWE like I want him to. He got in NXT, but then we got to the top. Vince didn't see him like that, and he, and he was definitely Because he was fragile in WWE. He was. He was. I can't even argue with you on that one, Q. He was, but I still want him to be brought. I really do. Yeah, no, yeah, that, that, I'm with you on that one. Uh, okay, I, I missed it because it, it was breaking up. What did you say you wanted him to do? What? Uh, I wanted him to be brought. Oh yeah, yeah! Oh my god! Oh yeah, my I definitely want him to be, bro. You touching the nerve, bro? You touching the nerve? But yes, I understand that exactly what you mean by that. Well, I think they had a pretty good matchup, and at the end of the match, uh, Adam Cole. You know, because he's not doing on the boot because, you know, he, he had to have his, his, his ankles, his ankle surgery. And he's out there trying to uh, s- support MJF. But uh, nobody saw this coming. MJF gets choked out. He gets choked the hell out. Like, he, his arm falls down three times when when they're checking him for a sleeper. I was like, damn, I didn't see a championship change like that. So... Joe just straight up win the championship. He's the new AEW champion. I'm actually happy to see it because Joe deserves more CV time. He deserved to be at the top. Uh, meanwhile, Adam Cole goes in there to, to, to check on his friend. And as he goes in there to, uh, to check on his friend, they have these four other like guys dressed in all black with all these like these black masks on that come out to the ring. <coughs> and Cole... Just hold up the crush. It look like he's about to help MJF. MJF is getting jumped by these guys. And they're holding Adam Cole down. And then all of a sudden, the lights go out. When the lights come back on, I, I, I thought this was actually crazy. Because it looked like one of the guys was going to hit Adam Cole with the chair. The lights go out. Then when the lights come back on, Adam Cole is sitting in the chair with all the guys behind him. As they just stand at MJF. And it is... Roderick Strong, Wardlow, and what? what oh God, what's the what's the other two guys? God, what the, uh, Matt, uh, Matt Taven and Mike Bennett. Yes, Matt Taven and Mike Bennett is in there. And meanwhile, as Adam Cole is sitting there in the chair, he pulls out the Devil's Mask as they they, they power bomb him, and then this is like his new. Group and stuff going on now. So we knew Adam Cole was the devil. We just didn't know uh, who all the people what was was going to be with him. And I know everybody got beef with MJF, huh? I'm saying we didn't know who the goons were. Exactly. Now I know people are saying how come it couldn't be Colin Raleigh and Bobby Fish. Well, let me tell you something. I think everybody's old Bobby Fish. Bobby Fish is getting too old now. And Colin Raleigh, I think he, he, he's still. Like really sick and not really doing too well, so you can't just throw in Colorado in there. But that's how it ended. So I think 
Because MJF has been nursing injury, especially after he uh, did that cutter over the top rope and landed like right on his tailbone, kind of like messed that thing up. I think he's going away for a minute. Which, when he comes back, him and, and when Adam Cole heals up, because Adam Cole is legit injured, he still got the boot on. But I yeah. think, yeah, but I think they're going to wait till both of them heal up to do a match between them two. So, so why they take him off the roster list? So. Who? Oh, because they want to really uh, build up that, that whole bidding war of 2024 that he was talking about. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, trust me, MJ, MJF signed. He, he signed back. He already and, signed it, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, he on top. I wouldn't leave right now. No. Not It'd be him, fly. But. It'd be fly if he could pull some... No, Brock Lesnar was able to jump up well WWE and UFC. It'd be fly if he pulled some uh, jump, jump in the Royal Rumble real quick and then dip out like, you really want to break the wrestling world? That would be, be amazing. That would be, now, granted, I know it ain't happening. Before anybody tell me, I know it ain't happening. I'm just saying what would be fly just because it's like just to sell the man who is MJF. Let him pull up at the Royal Rumble. Let him get eliminated. And he just go back to AEW. Like, I thought I was, I was testing the waters. Like, you know what I mean? That'd be that, so, that'd be fly. That would It'd break the internet. That it, would actually break the internet. Like, what the fuck is going on? I mean, shit, CM Punk almost did it, but like, but that would be crazy. That would be otherworldly. But I think, I think he's going to go nurse and get himself, get himself together. Like Keith Lee, because Keith Lee already said, I meant to, I meant to say this back when you uh, saw about Swerve. That he came out on Twitter talking about he was injured. He was fighting through injury. And he hasn't been fully healed for almost about a year now. He's been the nagging injury, but now he just can't go, go, go at it. No more. I'm like, bro, go get yourself healed. You don't owe us anything. Yeah, on the vibe of that, absolutely. Go take care of your health. I'm just mad it took him a year before they actually scheduled the match. Well, they probably did because he's probably injured. He probably couldn't give the match that, that he was looking for. I'm just like, Tony, let, let this man, <clears throat> instead of trying to force this man to do stuff, let this man go and uh, get healthy. That's what you should do. But, guys, that was World's End. I felt as though it was a middle of the road show. Kind of like thumbs in the middle. Like, you know what I'm saying? I did like the whole devil thing, even though we knew it was Adam Cole. I liked the, the devil thing. I liked Edge Christian until he botched that thing. So, Excuse me, Adam Copeland and Christian. But uh, that's part one of the podcast. When we come back for part two, we will be talking about the best and worst of 2023, our favorite superstars, matches, and all that great stuff that we do at the end of the year. So make sure you guys stay tuned for part two right here. To your ears, welcome to the show. We don't need any gimmicks, you already know. So sit back, relax, and hit the like button. Go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming. Swag on trivia and prompts top five. Either way, it's fun and you're hearing it live. Join with your host, Mr. A and E. Yeah, you know it's the place to be. It's in C.